0: Welcome to the Flawed and Favored Podcast. Join our favorite Journey team and guests as we share stories, insights, and wisdom on how to work through and find hope in the challenging moments of everyday life.
1: It's good to be back on the podcast and sharing conversations with you from others we find helpful and wise and fun. We are giving some updates on what we've been up to and the type of conversations we'll be having this fall. No matter how often you get to listen, we hope as the weather cools, you find time to sit, prioritize, and focus on the things that matter most, putting the to-do list after the big priorities. So listen and please like, tag, share, and follow the Flawed and Favored podcast with all of your friends. Welcome to the Flawed and Favored Podcast. Hello. Hello, we're back. It's Angie Titus
0: and Farron Penny Wilkerson.
1: And we are just excited to be back. Uh, We have um, had our break over the summer that's gone long now into fall and we're almost to October. So we are excited to have the podcast back up and sharing things with you and sharing stories and getting to talk to the people that we want to learn from and ask questions to people we uh, would like to learn from and being able to just share that conversation with all of you. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, We really hope that um, you'll learn a lot this fall just as we're learning. So Farron, how are you doing?
0: Pretty good. And actually, I don't think I've been on here since like last October. (laughs) It's almost a full year. You've been gone to summer. I have been gone almost a full year off of Mm -hmm. Podcasts, but but busy, staying busy. Yes. What are you up to? Um, in the past year, let's (laughs) see. Um, so we went to South Africa. We what were you guys doing in South Africa? Um, we just went with a group. So my husband went there for a mission trip. Um, several years ago before we met and he just always wanted to go back so we could experience it. And so we took the whole family and we were like the youngest ones there. The rest was like a bus of elders, but they were so cute. And so we would, we did some um, volunteering as well as some sightseeing. And it was just just like the perfect mix of both and just kind of building relationships with the people that were on our team. There was about 30 of us and uh, yeah, we just hit up, you know, different cities around South Africa and we visited some orphanages and um, And schools. Yeah. yeah, Schools. Uh And um, it was just, so you guys went in
1: November last year. Could you do that in the summer or is it too hot in the summer?
0: Let's, I have no idea. Oh, yeah. All I right. don't do high. anywhere over this, like over nine eighty eighty mm-hmm. five 85 degrees. I'm just, what miserable.
1: a cool experience. So, are you guys talking about, okay, when are we going to do this again? Or are you going to wait for you to do another big trip like that?
0: Yeah. My kids want to move there, mm-hmm. but um, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. It'll just depend. Oh, on yeah. Our schedules and mm-hmm. if we can make that happen again, but definitely want to go back. Yeah. And what are you guys up to right now? Right now, so we have three boys, and they are all now in different. Seems like last year was so much easier because their schedules all just seem to go together with practices mm-hmm. and games, and and now they're trying different sports, and so it's just and in different youth groups from different churches, mm-hmm. and so our schedule is kind of just all over the place, mm-hmm. but. You know, I love that they want to be involved with their school, with church, with um, teams and making new friends. So um, definitely is uh, good for them. Good. Yeah, Yeah, that's so good. And
1: that's one of those things. So I'm just getting in that age where I guess next year my oldest will be able to be at the age of youth groups. And Mm -hmm. so figuring out, like, how do you you know, when you want to plug them into those things, you also don't want to be crazy busy. And then how do you find the youth group? Is it just going to be, what do they want to go to? Do you want to encourage them to go to a youth group that goes deeper or one that you know, has the adults they can connect with? Well, all those things of right now, my mind is just racing of what, what do we do? How do we plug our kids into those things? How did you guys kind of go about it? Just see I- where the friends are going, where they wanted to go?
0: Yeah, at first it was where the friends were going, but then it turned into, um, I guess, like my kids don't go to the same youth groups at the same churches and it just whatever was best for them. And mm-hmm. they figured out like, I like this leader and or where they feel more connected mm-hmm. and involved and they where they are more um, easily if ready to build those relationships with people. Mm-hmm. And so what I think is cool about it is so, you know, my son goes to a different school than his like football team and basketball team. He doesn't go to the, their school, but, um, after practice he'll say, I invited so-and-so to youth group tonight. Oh, cool. I, and so I think he's invited probably five people so far. Was, you know, I just oh, invited cool. them to youth group, but then I invited them to the winter retreat and I invited oh, them here. So, um, Yeah. So I I love that. that He's taking those relationships Mm -hmm. um, and being intentional with them.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We're just getting into some of those relationships and ours has been through kind of livestock type things and clubs that the kids (laughs) are in. And just to be able to build relationships with other kids other than the bubbles that they've been into with church and school, Mm -hmm. that it's been sweet to have those and see them start to kind of Get to know other kids that they've you know never been able to go deeper with. I guess some of the things that my family's been up to is just the same chasing kids around, and that's a thing that Farron and I were talking about before we started. Everybody that you talk to right now, whether they're a single person, whether they're a retiree, whether they're a mom with young kids, everybody's busy. Everybody just shares, "Oh, I'm busy," and wondering what's what's the right balance of that. It's good to be busy, and it's good to have experiences and memories and, but how do we balance that with not being stressed out all the time? So that's going to be some of the conversations I'm going to try to have, or some of the questions I'm going to pull out from people is how do we balance that busyness? And, uh, so for me in that busyness, we've, my kids have been doing sports things, they're soccer kids, and, uh, they've been doing livestock stuff. They just did our local, uh, county fair. And so, uh, we had, Horses over the summer that we're doing 4-H clubs and then pigs and chickens and all those things. So uh, that's been kind of the things that we've been busy with. And my husband's busy with his work things, and we also have uh, some rental properties that have been keeping us busy lately. Which, speaking of husband's work things, your husband just had a big work accomplishment. What's going on with
0: Travis? Well, he published a book a few years ago, and so. Um, he never let me tell people about it. <laughs> and so now he just finished his second book and it's all on options trading. So if you're not interested in that, then <laughs> skip this part. <laughs> but so, yeah, he has a second book out. It was just published last week and they're on Audible. Mm mm-hmm. I'd like to tell you what the names are, but I don't remember.
1: Travis Wilkerson, Options Trading. If you search that in um, Amazon, both books pop up. 10-Minute Options Trading and ETF Investing is the new one by Travis. And his first book was Options Trading Made Simple. So that's exciting. Yeah. So cool. So what's it like, like that process of, like I've never, I had no one friend that just recently like had put a book out, but that process of the editing all that stuff is it super stressful for him you also do a lot in the editing don't you Mm
0: -hmm. yeah so what's that like for you guys um for him now he he goes through a professional editor Mm -hmm. and so um his writing i don't i don't know how to explain this (laughs) so if you ever talk to my husband he could literally probably write a book just (sighs) talking Uh because he has a lot of great information and it's I think we said it in a different podcast, like it's well thought out it's well uh mm-hmm. researched, and so he just he can talk and it could just become a book yeah but um so he has been doing this for over i want to say fifteen years, and so all the information from his website his coaching um he's been a guest podcaster on other mm-hmm. podcasts um so all of this information is just um. Basically he's just putting it all together Mm -hmm. in a book and just showing some strategies for um, options trading and investing. Mm -hmm.
1: So what are some things is uh, now you guys are kind of have the book stuff behind you. So now you can focus on your work stuff and kids stuff. What are you learning from right now? What are, what are you, what books are you reading or what, what are you really learning from
0: right now? Um, so, I haven't been reading anything new. Um, Sometimes I feel like I get information overload if I just keep going to the next study and the next study Mm -hmm. and the next study. So I've actually been going through some old ones and just seeing like, what are some of the notes that I took and what was I going through during that time period? And um, also, but we did do this spring with a few ladies um, who listen in. Um, we did the Good Boundaries and Goodbyes by Lisa Turkhurst. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the things where I was like, well, I really need to uh, read this, mm-hmm. implement it and stick with it. And so that's one of the things where you don't just read it and then just move on. It's like, okay, it, it's a process. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's kind of been sticking with me as well of creating healthy boundaries with, with friends, with my husband, with family members. So mm-hmm. and that's definitely one. And that's one of those things too. So often you'll read
1: something or go through a study and you use it then, and maybe you think back on it a couple of times, but then it just kind of goes away so often yeah. where it's like, there's a reason why you went to that study, <laughs> how to like keep focusing on those priorities
0: that you learned from that.
1: That's challenging.
0: Yeah. And when any like conflict or anything comes up, it's like, mm-hmm. I think I read something about how to handle this before.
1: <laughs> I don't
0: know where it's at, I but I've like handled keep, this before. Yeah.
1: Keep a <laughs> worksheet, laminate a little yeah. reminder of how you're <laughs> supposed to handle this. <laughs> so hard.
0: What about you? What have you been?
1: Um, I, yeah, I uh, read that along with you. Mm-hmm. And when you guys were going through that study, um, you know I'm learning a lot from going through reading the Bible I've been doing Terry Lee Cobble's Bible recap this year so finally um, October 1st is when they kick off going into the New Testament so I'm really excited to just get into the New Testament but it's been good just to uh, learn you know those different things in here she does a recap. On her podcast about what you've read through the Bible that day. So it's just super short every day on explaining. So some days I go into the explanation of it and some days I don't, but uh, it's been good to dig a little deeper in that. And, you know, I've been loving um, the with the Perry's podcast. Yes. Like, I love them too. <laughs> Jackie Hill Perry. And uh, so I've been getting so much from that and just some of the different conversations they have. They recently had one on marriage that um was good that they had some some experts that that have taught done a lot of marriage counseling and um led a lot of conferences and one of the big things that fits in all relationships is a thing they shared during conflict that they'll say the lie that I'm hearing right now mm-hmm. and that's so huge. Like that just helps me think through things differently when I hear something and it's maybe a negative thought that might yeah. not be related to marriage, but just being able to call out, okay, the lie that I'm hearing right now is this, like I'm hearing that, you know, you don't really care about me in this way, or, you know, I'm hearing that I'm really not good at this. And I know that that's
0: a lie, or I know that that's something that is, you know, or in my case, it might just be, I'm not good at that. Yeah. <laughs> it might not be a lie. Yeah. But I like to be able to, <laughs>
1: So true. Some <laughs> things we should just maybe not do. <laughs> but some of the, some of those things, just being able to figure out truth yeah. or if it comes from a lie. So that's been fun for me and just digging into that. I am I have a friend who's just started a book club. And so I've been debating, do I really <laughs> have time? Do I want to do a book club? knowing that if I listen to the book, maybe that'd be fun to, so I've never done like, I've done tons of Bible study, yeah. but to do a book club that's like, even books that aren't Bible study books, (laughs) you know, that's just, so I might try it. That might be a new thing for me this year. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. So what are some things that you are, what conversations are you
0: hoping to have on the
1: podcast this fall?
0: Let's see, conversations I'm hoping to have would be, things that are just maybe people try to skip over or overlook Mm -hmm. or not face or confront Um, and just having tough conversations, I guess Mm -hmm. maybe that might be a little uncomfortable, whether it's regarding marriage or friendships or um, parenting or, or different seasons of life or like, where I'm at now is like, okay, we have aging parents. How do we care for them well? And how do we we now become partly providers for them? Like mm-hmm. how how do we do all that? Mm-hmm. And and still putting yourself like in their shoes of like how do they feel about their children now providing mm-hmm. for them? you know, you might have one that's just like, yeah, pay all my bills. That's great. And yeah. one that just is a lot of pride and like, nope, I know how to take care of myself and I don't need your help. Mm-hmm. And so having those type of tough conversations, as well as, you know, things that we don't want to talk about, like how do we plan for, you know, the death of somebody that we love mm-hmm. and, um, you know, you know, just what are the steps we take? Because, when it comes to that moment, like you want to be prepared because when it comes to that, like you're going to be so much in grief that you don't want to think about it. And so just I don't I, maybe that's just me. Mm-hmm. I like I always want to have a plan in place. Right. Like I know it's not going to be perfect, but it'll be something that's helpful. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if it's going to be helpful to me, then it mm-hmm. might be helpful to somebody else, too. Mm-hmm. And so just kind of those type of conversations. Mm-hmm. Um I can't think of anything else.
1: Yeah, that's one of those things too that my parents were just visiting. So we were having a couple of those conversations and to be able to help them know your even expectations or lack of expectations, Mm -hmm. you know, when they really feel like it's a priority to (laughs) take care of their family or those things to be like, our priority is time with you now. Yeah, Like to focus on this thing that will get time with you now or Mm -hmm. those kinds of things that some of those conversations that don't happen. So people just keep having their own expectations or their own perceptions that might be not what their family has. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's good. I'm really hoping to have um, some conversations about how we go smaller. Like so many people are even thinking about in their own faith, how to do more for God or how to do big things or how to even um, in the business world, how to accomplish a lot, but how to do things small well, you know how mm-hmm. to have the good relationships with your neighbor. How to really be real, or how to have um, deeper friendships with your one to two to three close friends, and not sometimes we think, okay, we got to open up more, so we share more that we're struggling with with a big group of eight people or something mm-hmm. like that. That's that's then you you're you're not going to be in a relationship with them every day or every week or see each other and so those pieces of how do we do that and wanting to talk to some people who um who I've seen that modeled from well mm-hmm. who have good relationships with their kids or their grandkids or mm-hmm. you know you see them take in their nieces and nephews and love on them and build relationships and you know make them matter and so how to really do those things well in a small way and not necessarily have to do things from a stage or from a way that it's a huge movement, but how to be real in those things. So those are some of the conversations I'm hoping to
0: have. Yeah. And also with that, here's what I was thinking. You were saying small, small things. Like I think also we need to find, I don't know, a conversation with somebody of how you make small adjustments in your behavior. Um, like if we say we're Christian and we love the Lord and all that kind of stuff, but then, you know, something, the barista makes your drink wrong. Yeah. And then I've seen people snap, like yeah. in that moment, like, like that is a small thing. Like yeah. you can change, like you are trying to, you know, be out there changing the world and have ministry and all this kind of stuff. But like, that's it too. Like mm-hmm. those small moments of how you decide to react to something. Yeah. Um and just people kind of knowing like they say was it I think it was Jada Edwards at one of the EF conferences was talking about it. she's like I do not put that you know fish logo on the back of my car or like the honk if you love Jesus she's like because like she knows when she's driving that she, sometimes she doesn't. yeah she's not yeah. representing Christ when she's driving so um so just things like that it's like, I know I need to do that right. you know, when I'm either talking to people or, you know, just the times when you know your attitude, it kind of yeah. sucks. Um, but yeah, so we mm-hmm. not only building relationships like from the people around you, but even when you're not building relationships that you're representing Christ well, no right. matter where you go. Yeah. And in in any small way. hmm whether you, you snap your eyes at somebody or cut mm-hmm. somebody off while you're driving, mm-hmm. just any little thing. Yeah.
1: I was just having a conversation with, my son about that. And we were talking about, you know, the words that we say and Mm -hmm. you know, they're just this, I feel like this summer, they've just started to be around some people, some (laughs) friendships that we've had that, Mm -hmm. that haven't had necessarily the cleanest mouth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so my son was asking, so is it okay if we say those things, if we're on people that also say those things. So to be able to like, even have that conversation of, because you know, right away they just think, oh, we're just not supposed to say that and they don't understand why. Mm-hmm. So to be able to have those conversations about how our tongue should glorify God, should point people to God and not mm-hmm. point people to you know negative things or say negative things that tear people down and to be able to kind of have those conversations has been fun.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you and I were talking about this, like how do you do that? But do it in a non judgmental way. Right. Like yeah. how do you say, Oh, we're not gonna say that, but yeah, but at the same time, it is just a word. Mm-hmm. If it was a different language, it would mean nothing. Right. Like it would absolutely mean nothing. Right. And in different contexts, it absolutely means nothing. Mm-hmm. But I think the like how it's said yeah. is where it comes out as is this glorifying
1: God or not? Oh, yeah. So you'll be hearing some of those conversations this fall. We, uh, Farron and I both look forward to getting into, into those conversations and sharing them with all of you. So we hope you'll turn into the Flawed and Favored podcast all fall. See
0: ya. Thanks for joining us.
1: That's all for our show today, but thank you for joining us. Please
0: don't forget to click subscribe and follow the Flawed and Favored podcast. And if you can give us a positive review and share us with your friends, we would love to get the word out to others. We hope you go out today knowing you may be flawed, but you are still favored.
1: We are also so thankful to our podcast partners who help us bring these messages to you.